What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to What Girl and her mother-in-law. Happy fucking Monday. <laughs> Monday. <laughs> She's right to today. It's Monday. I know. I'm sorry. I fucked that up. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Hope you had a lovely weekend. Happy Mother's Day to all you mamas out there. Hope you celebrated. Hope the weather was nice. And hope you had a nice margarita because you damn deserve it. Even cat moms and dog moms. There you go. We're all moms. We're We're all all moms. moms. We're all moms this weekend. (laughs) Um, And in light of that, (laughs) (laughs) we're going to talk about sex today. Because that's how we became moms. Oh. That's a good that's a good connection. Honestly, I was like that had nothing to do with the other, but it kind of does. It kind of does. Or we go to the adoption agency and we adopt the fur baby. I mean, that's how we also or that. become a mom. Or too, that. So yeah. But some type of animal had to have sex to make well, that dog yes, or cat. This is very so true. really it all connects. Yes. If you really think about it, the yeah. birds and the bees. <laughs> Did you ever ever have a birds and the bees talk with your kids? Basically. I mean, not, My parents didn't. Not birds and bees, but that's how it happens, kind of thing. Really? Yeah. Did your Did your kids ask like funny questions when they were younger? <laughs> Why? Really? Or Why? how? How? Why? How did it happen, mom? <laughs> um, and you yeah. say, "Well, when a man and a woman love each other." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, not not like very in depth, but yeah, yeah. Because well, we went to health. Exactly. But I never went to that like big like auditorium movie that everyone sent their oh, kids to. Really? Did your kids go to that? Yeah. I don't know why I didn't. Well, Maybe I my parents didn't feel comfortable with it. No, I think they all went. Yeah. I mean, I know Aaliyah went because um, whatever the health teacher was, she absolutely loved her. And she's I like, loved my health teacher. Yeah, too. and she was like, she just made it great and funny, and you know, right? Even like the weird, uncomfortable, quirky kind of things. Like she, I mean, under the weird and uncomfortable things, she made kind of quirky and fun for them. Yeah, but. Um, yeah. yeah. I also, I mean, I don't think I necessarily had that talk, kind of talk with my mother. And I think it, you yeah. just learn. Yeah. You like know? life. Yeah. Just life. Yeah. And then you just got a report and you're like, oh, yeah. That makes oh, sense. Got it. <laughs> just like naturally <laughs> happens. Yeah. But or you used to think that it showed up in a bird, in a stalk? In a stalk. Like the stalk? The stalk? A stalk? A stalk? A stalk. A stalk. Stalk. Yes. You should think it showed up in like the little like the little the little yeah. what are those called <laughs> the, the little uh, the little things. sacks the little thing you know, they hold a sack in the in the mouth of the bird. <laughs> well, anyways, yeah. So, um, hope you guys had a great weekend. Let's get this week started with some good sex. These are always fun, lighthearted episodes. Make us laugh. So, let's. If you're having a bad Monday, we're gonna turn it around. Or if your Monday hasn't even started, we're gonna start it off great. There you go. Let's do it. Starting with the worst anal experience. <laughs> way, okay. to, way to start the show off. Yeah. Okay. Hello, beautiful ladies. I'm writing in one of the worst and funniest sex experiences I've had, which was last night. <laughs> Ooh. This is so fresh. It's fresh. Fresh. This was too good not to share, so I decided to write it in. So about two months ago, me and my boyfriend of only six months tried anal for the first time. We were both a little scared, but we gave it a go. And I kid you not when I tell you, we tried angle with anal, <laughs> angle, anal with no lube. And we were both sober. It was painful at first, and then it felt amazing. From then on, we almost did anal every time we had sex. We both have crazy work schedules, so we only get to see each other about three times a week. So whenever we do, we're extremely horny. Mind you, I only get to, I am only 19 and he is 20, so we are young and horny. I am very comfortable around my boyfriend. We've had period sex before, but there are some lines that I will not cross. So last night, I knew my butthole would not be ready to do anal that night because I had not been feeling very good and I haven't pooped all day. But after a couple drinks and after smoking a joint, I changed my mind and I said, we could do it at the end. So everything's getting on steamy and we start fucking and I whisper in his ear, fuck me in the asshole. Little did I know that it was going to be the worst mistake ever. I'm really scared, you guys. I'm giggling to cover my scaredness. Him being super excited, he got the lube, lubed me up, and stuck it in. 
At first, it went in really smoothly and then started getting really painful, so I told him to take it out. Him being truly horny was like, I need to put it in the other hole. So he goes in the bathroom to wipe his dick off when all I hear is, um, babe, I have shit on my dick. I kid you not, I almost had a panic attack. (laughs) I was so embarrassed and felt so uncomfortable. He came back from the bathroom with wet wipes and told me to stay lying down. And he proceeded to wipe my butt for me because I was literally in shock. It did not faze him one tiny bit and was laughing about it. After cleaning me up, he jumped back on top of me and said, all right, let's do this. So somehow I turned on, I was turned on again and we finished fucking. I'm still so shook at how he handled it and how he did not care one tiny bit. A part of me thinks that he's just really happy that he found a girl that likes anal. Anyways, thank you ladies for all that you do. I never miss an episode. Love you both so much. (laughs) Love you too. That wasn't bad. I mean, listen, you have a trooper though. Yeah, right. He's like. Just stay there, honey. Let me wipe your butt. That I mean, listen. If you're doing that, you have to expect that maybe something like that would happen. So I think he handled it in the exact way that he should have. Right. And sh- listen, she said no at first, right? Yeah. And then the drink got into her. They smoked right. a little. And then she's like, you know, just do it. Yeah. But listen, her gut instinct, she knew it. She's like, I wasn't feeling great. I knew I hadn't went to the bathroom. And, you know, then you're, you're just like, you're, you're allowing, wait. You're like, you have to expect that to happen at that. You're like, the floodgates are open at that exactly, point. You know, it's yeah. going to clear you out. Yeah. But, wow, what a trooper. Yeah. She said, I think he's just glad that he found somebody that likes it. He's like, he's I'll, like, right, I'll clean up shit every now and then. Like, yeah, no big deal. But. I'll take what I can get. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What a question and possible simmering tea? We love a simmering tea. I have been listening to your podcast for months now. I love the advice and great sense of comfort you bring into my daily life. That's so sweet. This question question I have is about your guys' thoughts on masturbation, porn, what men do in their private time, him looking at other women on social media, and how should I view or go about things? So my boyfriend and I have been dating for almost two years, and we've always had a problem with the insecure feelings I have towards our relationship because of what he has done in his private time. I have heard him once before in your po- I have heard once before in your podcast you guys speak about how you feel towards your guys' um, significant other watching porn. Mm-hmm. I just can't find the episode it was on, so I guess I'm hoping for more of an updated answer. <laughs> Uh, plus, it would be so cool to hear you talking directly to me. Aww. I need peace in mind. To um, sorry, I need peace of mind. I know it's normal to feel horny, and men have different needs than women. I just have an issue when I find porn in his camera roll, or I feel uncomfortable when he watches it. I feel like he is giving that special kind of attention span to someone he would rather want. That's not me. I feel insecure about this so much when he. Which makes me want to break up with him, but I do not want to be with him. Did I read that right? Sorry. I do want to be with him. I do want that. Like makes this sense. makes me want to break up with him, okay. but I do want to be okay. with him. I don't know. Okay, sorry. Um, I just have a problem with him looking at other woman, women. I used to find him clicking on girls. Visco. Visco accounts on Instagram because you can click and see what kind of length he has been looking at. And these girls who he doesn't even follow. These are girls who he doesn't even follow. I've confronted about it and he's apologized and told me he would stop. Um, I don't want to ask him to delete Instagram because I don't like trying to control somebody else. I have noticed a difference in our relationship since our chat, but I just don't. But I just want to know what I can do to be a better girlfriend. I don't enjoy feeling this way, and I do love him. I need to focus on myself more. I feel like hearing you ladies with that kind of stuff would help stop those unwanted crazy feelings. I love you guys so much. Thank you for all the time you put in your supporters. You keep me sane. P.S. I love you. New York City vlogs. It's my dream city. The fashion show was so good. You should do a girl talk with a beverage and... By a cozy environment like a fire or a Q&A with Zane by a fire and Aww. your chatting videos that are needed. P.S. Give the fur babies and some pets for me. Oh, thank you. Zane and I did do a um, drunk Q&A not too long ago. It was really fun. Oh. If you didn't there see that you one. Go. If you didn't see that one. I mean, it was probably a long time ago now. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I was definitely blonde. 
<laughs> so maybe we could do another one. Oh, it was hectic, though. Okay. Wow. Um, I have a lot of opinions about this. Okay, go ahead. Um, for one, I think that whatever we say is not how you feel. Because mm-hmm. everybody's got a different boundary and opinion on this. On anything in a relationship, really. Unless it's like straight up they're cheating on you, then I would hope that everybody would be against that, you know. But this is... Is if it's something that you're uncomfortable with, and if it is a boundary for you, then it should not be a thing in the relationship. Mm-hmm. If it's something that he does not stop, and then you have to sit down and decide with yourself, okay, is this something that will make it's me want to breaker. leave the yeah a deal breaker or something mm-hmm. that will make me want to leave the relationship? Um, what I, as Jerry was reading it, was concerned with is the fact that he's saving things to his camera roll that is very confusing to me. I don't know why that would be necessary. To me, um, I'm very comfortable with porn. It does not bother me. Also because like we're not having sex every single day, every single week. So like if you need to do your deed and we're having a busy day, like I'm not going to stop you from that Like if I'm not available. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like do what you got to do. It really doesn't bother me. Um, and that's just my opinion. Again, like if you're sitting here listening and you're like, oh God, could never, that's fine. That's your boundary. Um, where Where it draws the line for me is like, I don't want you following like the actresses on social media. I don't want you paying for an OnlyFans. I don't want you following girls that always are posting their ass or half naked and liking their pictures all the time. Like to me, when it gets too personal, mm-hmm. that's where I draw a line. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you like have a certain like porn actress that you like really like and you're like following all her stuff, it's just too much for me personally. Like it's like too personal. Like, you like, like, a certain person, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're just going on, like, Pornhub and searching something and watching something for funsies, getting yourself off and then done, like, that to me is, like, you're never going to think about it again. But I think, like, if Zayn was, like, saving videos to his camera roll, like, that's a big no-no for me. Like, you no. You don't need to be watching the same woman over and over again. Mm-hmm. You because know? that's some sort of, that's like... It's too personal Another connection. attachment. Right, yeah. exactly. It's not just like a, something to get you there kind of right. thing. Right, and if he was following women on Instagram and like liking their pictures, that's also big just disrespect to me. Yeah. So I just, that's just... And he would never, we never even discussed it because he would fucking never. Mm -hmm. But like, if he did like start following like girls on Instagram and like that's, then I have to be like, okay, what's wrong in our relationship? Why are you doing that? What can I give you that you're missing? Like, why are you like resorting to that? Mm -hmm. Like, that would be weird, you know? And I would address it and I would not be happy, (laughs) but I would have to address it and be like, are you doing this because I'm not giving you what you need? Right. You know? Yeah, I, I, um... I'm a very insecure person and I, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm, I'm, I have felt in the past if um, somebody was always like looking at someone or like you said, following a certain someone or something like that, to me, you're, you, it's really disrespectful. Agree. Yeah. And um, if I'm not doing if I'm not fulfilling your needs and it's something that can't be discussed, changed or whatever, then we don't need to be together. Right. You know, like that's it for me too. I do think it's extremely disrespectful at that level. Yeah. Sa- saving shit to camera rolls, you know, um, looking at women in front of you and, you know, stuff like that. I mean, watching porn is one thing. I mean, I'm I'm not opposed to it, but mm-hmm. if it became something that was overly like like you said like oh he has a favorite star and he's following that one and he's liking their post to me that's like really disrespectful and that would be like a line that would have to be you know so you like Alyssa had started out it's got to be what your boundaries are are and what you feel comfortable with and then also like Liz also said (laughs) I should just like sit out and just let Liz take over Um, but like find out what the reasoning is behind it is there something that's missing from your relationship I don't I don't know how much I would tolerate that because I'm a very insecure person as is. So if I had my man's like constantly looking at others, it would just make me feel that much more insecure, you know? Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Mm -hmm. I I think it's got to be, everybody has, everybody's going to have their own opinion of what their boundaries are. Mm -hmm. And to me, if I ever watched porn every single day and 
I wasn't getting my needs met because he was addicted, that That's would be an problem, issue. You right. know, if he watches it once in a blue moon or whatever, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. You know, like it's and you it's don't whatever know because he does it in his own time, and right. you don't even have to fucking worry about it. Exactly, out of sight, out of mind. But if he's you know, feeling like I got to hide my phone, I got to start deleting shit. Like, yeah. that, that's when it gets, like, they know they're doing something wrong if they're finding a reason to, like, delete or hide or feel, you right. know. Right, unless they're just but, looking up some freaky shit and they're embarrassed. Uh, true, <laughs> true, I stand corrected. But also, like, uh, I would want to see the history. I know a lot of women wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah, right? Because I'm like, I want to know, like, what are you in, like, what are you looking up on your own time? I'm curious, you know, unless he's looking up like the complete opposite of what you are, then that hurts. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, <laughs> Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Yeah, I, I think you just have to, I mean, obviously it's affecting you. Uh, right. You know, and you said things have been better since you've spoken. Mm-hmm. But I think anybody who, you could ask 100 different women and you can get 100 different responses because everybody's going to have their different exactly. limits and stuff like that. I just personally, as an insecure person myself, <laughs> I um, anything that he had to, you know, if he's following J Lo, different story right. than if he's following a porn right. star. Like I have totally. my Shamar Moore, and as I'm reading this, I'm like, do I need to like delete my Shamar Moore? I got Moore? Zayn Malik. I'm allowed to like <laughs> Zayn Malik's pictures, okay? But right, but if it's like a porn star that they're, you find that they're, oh, he's always right. watching, Problem. and it's in the camera roll. Then to me, that's definitely, right. in my opinion, a boundary that he crossed. So. Yeah, stars are also like reachable. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no offense, but like, they're not getting J Lo. <laughs> right. right, right <laughs> you know right, what right, I mean? Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's too personal. Right. Like, they could notice that you're following them. And then small if they're if they're like a smaller porn star, right, you know what right. I mean? Yeah. But yeah, so it's it's honestly, I mean, to sum it up, I guess it's really where your boundaries are and what you're um, comfortable with. But I would. You know, if you're feeling uncomfortable and that you're sort of left in the dark, I would have a conversation on is there something missing that you could be doing that would fulfill him. Right. And, you know, maybe he's just a sex addict and loves that. And, you know, so you have to be able to, um, I guess, gear it on your personal, you know. Yeah. I think because you have said you've talked to him, I think approaching it in that way of like, instead of being like, oh, I'm insecure. I don't like that you're doing this. Be like, hey, are you doing this because... Like, what am I not giving to you? And maybe he'll open up a little bit more in that way and be like, oh, she understands that, like, when I ask her if she is down to have sex and she, like, keeps denying me, like, this is why I'm turning to these things. Maybe he doesn't even realize it, Mm -hmm. you know? But, like, maybe he'll open up to you and be like, yeah, I feel like I ask you, like, every night and you always tell me no. So, like, a man has needs, you know? And maybe that'll bring some clarity to the both of you. So do we. (laughs) Yeah, but, but I don't, I mean, I don't know right. how their sex life is. Right, so right. if she is denying him, then like a man has needs. Like he needs to do what he's got to do. And you know what? And that could be like a, a, a vicious cycle had it not been have, if you don't speak about it. Because right. say that that's the case, right? Say he's doing this because you're not giving him enough. We don't know what's going on. I'm just right. saying hypothetically. Maybe she's not giving him enough because she sees what he's doing. So it's like a vicious cycle. So you guys need to have a conversation about it. And just like Liz said, say, hey, is there something more I could be doing rather than, you know, I don't like this. You know, like approach it in a different way. To make him feel like vulnerable and able to open up and feel comfortable with you instead of feeling attacked. Attacked, right. Big difference. It is. Big difference. I think, And I think approaching anything in that way would make somebody feel more comfortable. You know, if Zane came to me with a problem and he approached it calmly and like, you know, maybe feel comfortable. Like I'd be way more willing to open up versus like, why are you doing this? I'm angry at you. Right. Then you automatically, as a human, get on defense. Mm-hmm. So I think try approaching it that way, and I think maybe you'll bring clarity to the situation. But in my opinion, he needs to stop saving that shit to his phone. Like, do it on private mode. Exit out the fucking tab and move on. Mm. Signer. Okay. <clears throat> Sex. My dad witnessed my walk of shame. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> In the last night's clothes. 
one heel on, <laughs> sweatpants, and in the guy's t-shirt. <laughs> Hi, ladies. First, I just want to tell you both how much I love listening to the podcast and how much you both have impacted my life. I love how positive and kind you both are and how open and vulnerable you are with us. Thank you for being a safe space for so many. Thank you. Can't. Love you. I've been listening to this podcast since day one, but I've never written in, so I thought that my first email should be one of the most memorable stories. So to set the scene, it's Memorial Day weekend, and I'm home to party with my friends and family. At the time, I live a few hours away, so I took any excuse to come home. I come from a fun family who drinks and eats a lot. So there we are in our neighborhood court, bouncing from house to house, taking shots and playing drinking games. Needless to say, all the drinking all day caught up to me that night and I had enough alcohol in me to be a little more than flirtatious than normal in front of my family. I was still sober enough to make conscious decisions, but oh, so I just want to say that. There was this guy who I had just met and I thought he was very attractive. We get to talking and I'm really enjoying his company and his good looks. One thing leads to another. Next thing you know, I'm getting in his car to leave my parents' house to go to his. Oops. My mom saw me leave but said, I'm a grown woman and I can make my own decisions. My dad was passed out by this point, so he was unaware. So fast forward to a few hours and rounds later, it's 5 a.m. and time for me to go home so mister can get to work. I'm leaving very satisfied considering seeing him again. Here's where it gets a little crazy. I get in his car, a bra in my hand, head is spinning. I turn to grab my purse from the back and I see the red flag, a car seat. (gasps) I was unaware that he had a kid at this point, so I now know that this will remain a one-night stand. At the time, I was 20 years old, not ready to be a stepmom. Then, I go to get, I go, I get to my house, praying everyone is still asleep. Mr. X for my number, so I type it in his phone and get out. So hungover, sex hair, bra in hand, walking inside, only to find out. My dad was awake and looking out the window. He asked me who the guy was, and I can't remember his name. So my mom steps in and says, oh, that's the kid's coach, insert name here. Then, dad wants to know how old he is. Again, I have no idea. My mom says, 37. Reminder, I'm 20. And to top it all off, the neighbor's... The neighbor boys he coaches all know that I left with him and to this day remind me of my night with the coach. Dad will never let me live it down and my mom is proud. That's the last time I drink at family functions. (laughs) Hope you ladies got a laugh. You know, my mind first went to when she said, oh, car seat in the back. I'm like, maybe he babysits. But then she said he was 37. And I was like, yeah, he's probably a dad. Oh, man. Wow. She didn't know he was the coach. (laughs) The school coach. Damn, that's funny as shit. Damn, First I love all, how like that, that, like mom's proud. <laughs> Go get him. Good for you. <laughs> She's like, if I could, I would. <laughs> oh, that's fucking funny. But also, like, put your damn bra on. Like that was rookie mistake. <laughs> Holding it in your hand, like, let's make it more obvious. At 5 a.m. with your messy hair and your bra in your hand. Like, just shove it in your shirt. You don't even have to put it on. Just Wait, shove it under there. Why did you put your number in his phone after the baby seat? should have just been up. She raised decided side was going to be a one night. I can't believe you put the number there. I would have. Maybe she put a fake one, but I would have loved if this ended in, yeah, now we're together. <laughs> uh, well, with that being said, I mean, how, did you ever see him again? Or well, I don't not. know. We want it now. It could have been a couple nights stand. If it was good, like, why not? We don't condone cheating if he's married, though. Oh, I was assuming he's single. Oh. Yeah. If he's out, like, drinking, like, partying around with his neighbors without yeah. his partner. Have a kid, but without right. being married. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why yeah. I would imagine yeah, that would be a like- thing. <laughs> <laughs> he could definitely be a dad and divorced or not together with the mama. Okay. <laughs> you read that so good. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thanks so much. Jerry's turn. Gas me up. (laughs) Okay, sex advice. Hello, ladies. I've been a pod listener for quite some time, and you have gotten me through my drives to work every day. I'm a second grade teacher, and sometimes I get consumed in that role. Y'all bring me back to who I am as a woman, and I thank you for that. I can imagine, right? Uh, Let's get into it. My husband and I got married uh, 10 months ago. But we've been together since we were 15, now 24, like listen, saying. I'm told it's been really fucking tough. We lost my aunt, my, my second mom, four days after the wedding to suicide. His brother has been in and out of rehab for mental illness and drug addiction. He has both, 
he's been battling depression and I'm struggling with extreme anxiety from the pressures of being a new teacher. Regardless of the circumstances, I have never came during sex with him ever. Huh? He is aware of this and he has done research trying to figure out how to fix this, but nothing seems to work. Part of me wonders if he's insecure about it and he just doesn't know how to bring that up to me or if it generally is me that is the problem. Unfortunately, this has led to issues between us. I always give him what he needs regardless of how long it takes. I'm not a super physical person, but I have found myself literally begging for his attention so many times. It makes me feel like he isn't super attracted to me anymore. It's absolutely terrifying because we are married and I came from a family of divorce and I do not want that. Also, my mother-in-law and his family are amazing, and I love them with literally all of my heart and soul. I just don't know what the hell to do. I'm realizing that I deserve the absolute best, and if I'm only 24 and feeling this way in my marriage, do I leave? Or do I really try fucking hard to fix these issues? I love them with my whole heart, but are we growing apart? I'm so scared, but literally find myself dreaming of other men because I'm not feeling satisfied from him. I desperately need your perspectives, like ASAP. I've attached attached a few pictures of us and our fur baby. I love you both so much, and thank you in advance for your advice. We love you. Thank you for writing in and being so vulnerable. Um, First of all, I'm so sorry that this is happening to you. I feel, like, the way you wrote this, I, like, feel your pain, Mm -hmm. and I feel really bad. Um, Also, you guys are a beautiful couple. Um... I do have one question, which I think would change a lot of things. I, I know exactly what you're going to ask, I think. Go ahead. You're going to say, does she come when she masturbates? Or has she came with any other man? Right. Like, like is it is just she, him? Is she, like, a physical problem? Right. Is it just him? To me, that changes the whole thing. Absolutely. So let's hypothetically say it's just him. But, like, if he's watching things and trying to figure it out, like, if it's not working... Like, he's trying, and if it's just not physically working, then are you not physically attracted to him? You're not allowing yourself to, like, get there, possibly? I think like it's like a roadblock, like a mental... Yeah. Because I think that's so much of, like, when we talk about, like, truly orgasming or, or having an orgasm or, like, when people... Um, squirt or whatever i think it's just a matter of mental release um so if you have with other people and not him to me you have a mental block up against him if you haven't ever then i still think it's probably a little more mental that you need to just truly relax and let go like i don't know i I don't know i'm not just like they've been together for the same amount of time zine and i if i have never come once like that That'd be something that I get why you're scared. Like, that'd be something that I'd be very, very concerned about. I think, like, with that question, we were both saying with have you ever with anybody else or can you with yourself? Um, Yeah, I don't know. You said you love him with your whole heart. I do believe in fighting for a marriage. I think if this is the only thing, right. maybe sex therapists, I maybe toys. I mean, I don't know what you've ha- tried or not tried, but this is such a huge thing. And I definitely think there's a way to, I don't know. She said she finds herself begging for his attention, and it makes her feel like he isn't attracted to her anymore. But it's sort of, in my opinion, like that vicious cycle we were just talking about, because if he's giving it to her and she's not being pleased from it, what does that do to him? It's going to start to make it feel like it's a chore. Right. Like, okay, here, I have to try again. Like, it's not fun. Right. At that point, I think it's not fun. Right. But I think, you know, like she said, like there's been deaths, there's just anxiety, the pressures of being a new teacher, the the mental illness, the depression. I think there's so much that mentally will put up a wall. And I mean, obviously she's saying it's her whole relationship. Eight years, yeah. That's what we were talking about earlier is that things, there'll always be things there. And I, I mean, I'm going to speak from my 
from my personal experience. experience, if I'm not in the mood, I don't necessarily, well, it's kind of a bullshit lie, but I mean, if I'm really not in the mood and I'm not feeling it, I'm not going to be like a fucking flowing river. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I'll do it like if he's really wanting it kind of thing. Yeah. But if I'm like mental, just completely giving myself to him, that's a totally different thing. And I know it's so hard to get to, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. I think if you can reach that point on your own, then I think more, more, I, I, I don't know. I think couples therapy, I think sex therapy. Yes. Um, if you haven't already tried toys and stuff, teach him also. If you can do it on your own and make yourself... Teach him. I, I had to do it with ever. Mm-hmm. Not like with his, I mean, listen, he does it better than I could ever. Mm-hmm. But like with the fingers. Like I told mm-hmm. you, I can never have penetration again and I would be okay with that. Yeah. Because of what he. I think any woman would agree with that. Right. So. You don't need the penetration. Yeah, I, I definitely don't. No. So maybe he needs to do more of that. Like I don't know. Like it's not detailed on what you guys have tried or not tried or what he does or don't do. Right. But um, I think. Make it a game. Try new things. Experiment. Have open need, conversations. Just a little bullet vibrator. Yeah. Any. Yeah. That's all you need. Something. Yeah. Just a little. Just a little vibrator while while it's happening. And I think if you can't finish while you're having sex and you have a vibrator, then it's definitely like a connection or an attraction issue at that point. Because like, even if you have sex with somebody you're not attracted to, if you got a vibrator going, like you're gonna finish. In my opinion. Yeah. Uh, if you disagree, let me know. You know I what I mean? I don't really have the problem. So I, right, that's what I'm right. Like, like I, think, I haven't experienced yeah. anybody else, but like. I, I would think, yeah, that it wouldn't be. Like a vibrator is a vibrator. Like it's like science, I feel like. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. vibrator on the clit, you're going to finish. Mm-hmm. Like I just feel like if you can't, then there's definitely a deeper issue there. Where like you're overthinking and you're not attracted to him and your body is like physically not letting you. Like. Shutting down, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think the mental thing. So it's like I think if you're pretending to be in it, and you're you know deep rooted that there's an attraction issue or there's some, it's not going to happen. I just feel bad. I feel like they're in a cycle. She feels like he's not attracted to her. She feels like he can't. She can't finish, and he feels like she's he's trying so hard and it's not working. It's just like they're both feeling like, oh, I can't satisfy you. You can't satisfy me. This sucks. Right. They're just in like a really bad cycle. I think you guys need to change things. Like Jerry Absolutely. said, add toys, try a sex therapist, like try watching porn together if you guys are comfortable with that. Like have a shot and then try to have sex or put the lights down low, light a candle, put on some good music, like a sex playlist on Spotify. Like change shit up, try yeah. shit. Because to only be married 10 months after being together for so don't long, don't give up. Like, Definitely don't give I up. I don't think you should give up. Absolutely like, not. Yeah. I wouldn't. Mm-mm. Like, if I had a partner who was great in every other way other than that, then I would do it by myself. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, to think about it, because then if you have a man who's great in every other way, loving, supportive, you know, all that other stuff, and just in the bed isn't attracted to you or can't make you finish or something like that, I would have to weigh my options because all the pros of everything else versus this one thing. And it's like... I also don't I know think it's a him big. issue. Yeah, I mean, I know sex, is, sex yeah. is big and important, but it's like, I don't know if I'd give up the man of my dreams no. who is loving, supportive, and attentive in every other way than this. But uh, I, yeah. I agree. I That's the first thing I said. I don't know if... I think maybe you have a mental block. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's his problem. Yeah. To be honest. Especially and if now, he's watching videos, like he knows what he's doing. And I also think that, like, it's like because you think of it, it's always there. So I think, you know, like if you were trying to let loose and really trying to enjoy the moment, I think because you've thought so much about it, it's just like it's it's a disconnect from body and mind. Yeah, it's sad. It is, but definitely don't give up and like <clears throat> keep trying different things. And like, if you try something and it's awkward, it doesn't work. Move on to the next. Like, mm-hmm. make a okay. list. Yeah, of everything checkbox. we were rambling off. Do you know with toys yeah. and like you said, low lights, music, different yeah. things. You know, aphrodisiacs. Like, there's what? so many, huh? Aphrodisiac. Yeah, there's so many different kinds of like foods and stuff that make you feel oh, like, like certain fetishes. Sort of, yeah, well, oh, like that make you horny. For, okay, you know that was a big word you just threw at me. <laughs> 
But there's all these different <clears throat> ways, you know, like yeah. you said, porn, or dress up, dress down, try different sorts of things, <clears throat> be vulnerable. I love a good and, music playlist, in my opinion. Yeah. I feel like you, then you, there's no like silence to think. Mm. Like if she's like in her head. Yeah, it's like me, if I want to go get it on and I know my kids are in the next room, it's like, it's a mental, like I block it. It's oh, I like, could, I, I don't know how you do that. I could never. It's hard. It's so hard. Yeah. But that's, that's Especially what she that said. Especially that they're older. <laughs> what did you say? I said, that's what she said. It's so hard. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I think, I, I think some accountability is on your part, right? Because you're... Um, I think you're just putting up a little bit of a mental block. And I think I think his part of like how you're saying you don't feel he's attracted to you, I think is because maybe he's trying. It's not being received. Mm. He's not able to please you. So then he's feeling down about himself. It's a cycle. I think write it all down. Do like a fucking the popsicle sticks in a jar and just try out different things. Sex different, dice? Or sex dice, exactly. Something like that. Mm. Something to get you out of your comfort zone because whatever you guys are doing isn't working. So mm-hmm. try something different, you know? Like, I, I think, like, sex dice or the popsicle sticks or something like that, putting you in a posi- literal, a different position that you're used to or mm-hmm. a, a spot where maybe you're uncomfortable may allow that to happen. Well, they have card games, too. Like, get yourselves so up in a Spencer's. Many. Yeah. Get yeah. to Spencer's. Go have fun. Enjoy it. Get some flavored lube. There's so many. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have fun with it. I, I think you guys will get through this. I think you're just in a cycle right now. Yeah. Where you're just like bouncing off each other with like not good stuff. And I think you guys will get past it. I think you're overthinking it. Um, and which rightfully, rightfully so. And now he is too, Right. Which so I think is causing. You just yeah. need to like ground yourselves. Like level it out. Figure it out. You might go through a patch for a few months of like weird sex and like uncomfortable or we awkward things sex. happening. But like you're married. You're fucking stuck in it. So you might as well make it work. This is your partner. This is your best friend. So like who gives a shit about being embarrassed? Yeah. When you're at you're you're at the point where you're like you need to try other shit. Like you have no other options. So like just say like YOLO. Have fun. Yeah. Make it like a, an exciting thing. And bring it up to him in an exciting way. Be like, listen, babe, like, I'm really willing to make this work with you. Like, let's try, like, twice a week, we, like, do something new. And, like, try it out. <clears throat> and you said he was looking up videos, too, and stuff like that. Maybe he was you should, researching, she Maybe said. you should do some research, too, on yeah. how to, like, be able to relax and allow for. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, just do it. Literally. <laughs> yeah. You got this. You got well, this. Good luck. Okay. <clears throat> Work fantasies. Happy fucking... What's today, actually? Monday. I'm changing their email because they wrote a different day. Monday. <laughs> so a while back, I wrote in about hooking up with some dude and being ghosted. Now, I'm not one to ghost and would rather be direct. Anyways, I'm by. And I'm constantly having, what do I replace XXX with? X-rated thoughts. X-rated, <laughs> X-rated thoughts at work about hooking up with coworkers. When I first started this job in January, I was on Grinder, which is a man-to-man hookup app. And some dude came up as zero feet away. But it was a blank profile besides a name. He messaged me asking for a face picture. I ignored it as I was new there and I didn't want to risk talking to a manager or a subordinate. Oh, shit. Imagine. Later on that day, on sorry, my stomach. Oh, my (laughs) God. I don't know if the mic picked that up. Rumbling. I had Taco Bell last night. (laughs) Later that day, on my lunch, I saw a dude out front, a manager. It's worth mentioning that during the work hours, there are only a handful of employees in the office, and that day, he was one of them. Well, he's a manager, and so is his wife, who is also a manager. Now, if I come across him on the app, should I block and ignore or take a shot? I wouldn't mind hooking up or having a threesome with him and his wife, to be honest. I listen to the pod daily on my walk during lunch. And here's a pic of me at work the other day and a picture of my dog. Someone couldn't wait to get home and drink water after a hike. Aww. <laughs> okay. Do you shoot your shot? 
Um, I think that's very bold of you to assume that your manager is going to be on this hookup app. <laughs> I think you're fantasizing. Well, I mean, he did say he's fantasizing, but I mean, somebody messaged him from zero feet away. So who the uh, hell else could it have been? <laughs> maybe, maybe it was the wife seeing if he would hit. I don't know because it was a boy to boy, right? Grind, man grind. to man. It was yeah. a man to man, boy to boy. Sorry, I know you're a man. You're a man. Uh, you're a man. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, is this a career for you or is it a job? <laughs> That's a big thing because oh, listen, if your manager is willing to do it, then like, just don't tell shoot corporate. Your shot. Don't yeah, tell just corporate. Shoot your shot. And like, I mean, if like, I, listen, I mean, if this is a career that you've been waiting your whole life for, I wouldn't shoot my shot. Because it is a big no-no with HR. <laughs> but if it's a job, shoot your shot. I mean, I say shoot your shot. He just started this job in January. Shoot your shot. <laughs> <laughs> I love your doggy, by the way. Ah, I but- had one that just looked like that. Her name was Lucy. It was a girl. Her name was Lucy. <laughs> but definitely, um, just for like safety reasons, definitely like ask the other profile for a photo as well. Because you don't want to be like messaging and like talking to somebody that you don't even know who the hell they are. Like, they could be catfishing you. Oh, totally. Oh, my God. I haven't watched Catfish in a long time. I love that show. (laughs) I do, damn. But I think it is funny that you're like, oh, my God, is my manager and his wife on this app? (laughs) He's, like, total fantasizing, making up a whole story in his head. Like, let us know how it goes. Very curious. I am very curious. I'm all about that. You know me. And I love that you listen to the pod because we have a predominantly female audience. So thanks for listening. This brings, like, a different perspective and, like, interesting, like, Email. Yeah. Like it's just different from like the female perspective. We love, love that. you. Love it. Okay. Embarrassing pregnancy sex story. Hi oh, ladies. No. I've always wanted to write in a sex story and I never really thought I had one that stood out until what happened last night. Sorry, this is long and confusing. I'm gonna try not to skip around. I'm twenty eight weeks pregnant, just started my third trimester, and sex is so intense right now. Pre-pregnancy, I usually had four to five orgasms during a session. During pregnancy, we had to kind of slow down to only one or two because it it causes contractions (laughs) that made it so uncomfortable to keep going. Well, yesterday, we were dirty talking all day and watched a sexy show together before bed. We had no intentions of me finishing more than twice, but I just couldn't stop due to my mental state from a day of teasing each other. We were in doggy-style position with my ass far in the air so my belly could have room without being squished. (laughs) Uh, Nice visual. I got it. That's a visual. (laughs) Uh, He was kind of standing and squatting over me. God. Okay, when he finished naturally, because I'm already pregnant, so why not? (laughs) I ended up finishing again for the fourth time right as he did, the best I know, and went right into a tight contraction. He was trying to get off of me so I could lay down, but he ended up falling backwards (laughs) on the floor, in between my feet, under his wet manhood, and his wet manhood touched my foot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was in pain, but yet could not stop laughing. We started laughing, too, and got up, and this fucker went, well, that was quite the dismount. <laughs> I lost it again. The combination of this contraction, laughing, and just being warm from our Ew. intense session, I got a wave of no- nausea. Uh. Yes, I know, the worst timing. Luckily, this being my second pregnancy, I'm always prepared and had a trash can right beside my bed. I sit up, grab the can, and just let go. He sits behind me, rubs my back, apologizing. <laughs> I'm sick, and I look at him, on, and his eyes get kind of big. We look down to realize the hand leaning on it. Sorry. We look down and realize the hand leaning on The hand leaning on <laughs> This is what old age does to you. See, if Alyssa was reading this, she'd have no problem. There's obviously a missing word or something, yeah. but I can't figure it out. Wait. Teach me, Alyssa. Don't you do a wordle? I do. I do it every day. You still do? Every day. So- and I do the five one and the six one. Oh, my God. Why can't I figure this out? Wait. See, now I'm going to have to cut all this because I don't want her to feel bad. Because of no, my... No, it's, it's you just missed one word. That's normal. But what is the word? <laughs> Jerry can't figure it out. Um, She probably means like the hand that he's leaning on the bed is wet. Like he's leaning and he realized like his hand is wet. 
Okay. So yes, ladies, I that was so over. I wow. Okay, I suck. <laughs> yes, ladies, I peed myself while I threw up. I didn't even realize because I was already so warm and wet. It was just so embarrassing and so funny at the same time. We both just left it off, changed the bedding, cleaned up, and showered together as we still laugh and talk about what happened. <laughs> He's so supportive and actually took the whole situation as a compliment, and we really wouldn't change anything about it. I told him this morning I was going to share the story with you guys, and he said he wants to hear the episode <laughs> if you read this. Thanks for reading my story. I hope it made everyone laugh and realize sex during pregnancy can get messy, but always made to made into something positive if you're with the right person. I love that. That's that's beautiful. This all the all like the steps of events is just hysterical. Like I was picturing it in my head happening. <laughs> Her ass far in the end and leave room for the belly. <laughs> and then you're like, okay, let's get it done. And then you're like, I'm going to throw up. And you just puke. You're both like sitting there naked, just throwing up. And then you're like, shit, I peed on the bed. <laughs> and he's like rubbing your back. Like that. that's something I ever would do. I mean, that's he's such a gentleman funny. in that way. It's like, yes, but very visual. I was able to conceptually visualize all of this. <laughs> and then you have a contraction and then he falls back like. <laughs> that oh, shit's man. funny. You guys are gonna remember that forever, and I love that for and you. So will all of our Agamelis. Yes, that's a good one. Sorry for my, you know, fucked up reading. It's okay. <laughs> well, that was quite the dismount. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sex slash ick email. Hi, Liz and Jerry. I thought of a major ick slash embarrassing sex story, so I had to share it with the podcast. So a few years ago, during my whole phase, I was hooking up with a guy, and we were alone in my room messing around, and he put his hand in my pants and then said, you feel so slimy. <laughs> so, slimy? <gasps> um, what the fuck? That totally turned me off, and we immediately stopped, and I never saw him again because he was so weird, and I couldn't get over the ick. Okay, love you. Bye. Don't you slimy. Any men listening? Not slimy. Slimy reminds me of like a slug. I don't want to be slimy. It reminds me of discharge. (laughs) Like he wet in the pants and there was just discharge. That's what it reminds me of. That word. Yeah, don't use that word. I mean, and it was a compliment because obviously he was turning her on. She was wet. But... But like wet. Don't say. Yeah, like usually he was not a man. Usually men love that. Like men want you to be wet. And he just like it was slimy. like slimy. So slimy. <laughs> that would give me the ick too. Uh, it would give me the ick as well. Yeah, I'd be like, no, 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 no. We have to move on, honey. <laughs> that was really short. You want me to do the next one? Sure. Okay. Sex-ish story. Hi. I just finished listening to the latest sex episode and I had to email in and tell you what happened the past weekend. I love that all of these are current. Yeah, I love that. So I bought lingerie for the first time and I laid it out on the bed for my boyfriend this year for our first Valentine's Day. But I have yet to wear it. It's been sitting in a drawer. Well, this past Saturday, we were doing our usual jamming to music, cooking dinner together and drinking in the kitchen. He had mentioned while cooking, quote, maybe you can wear that lingerie for me tonight. So that's all that I thought about. When we finished dinner, I ran upstairs, finally put my lingerie on. Took me way too damn long because strings everywhere. How do people wear this shit? (laughs) I threw my silk robe on top because I'm kind of embarrassed to walk downstairs basically naked. And he has a roommate. So like, what if the guy came home? I need a cover up. LOL. Well, I get downstairs and my boyfriend is asleep on the couch. (laughs) (laughs) I walk over to him and tap him and say, hey, babe. And his eyes still closed. He goes, hi, babe. What's up? I said, wake up. And he looks at me and goes, oh. Opens the robe more and clearly likes what he's seeing. Pulls the robe off and starts grabbing my ass, turning me around to see and everything. Then we hear a noise. Both look at each other all wide-eyed and say, uh, did you hear that? Backstory. There's a giant mouse slash rat in his house that's like six to seven inches long, fat and gross. And he told me that he's been trying to catch it for like no joke, like three months or so. So he sets up traps in the pantry, which leads down to the basement because that's where it always goes and gets into boxed foods. Talk about the ick. So we start staring at each other like, oh shit. This reminds me of the episode from Good Trouble. Remember the possum got in? (laughs) Yes. We look at each other like, oh shit. Well, he jumps up, runs to the pantry, opens the door, and sees the giant thing and goes, I fucking got it! I got you now, bitch! <laughs> it's stuck to the trap. My boyfriend's yelling, throw me my 
boots. <laughs> I'm literally half naked in lingerie sitting on the couch. I go to stand up and this man is stumbling, running in the kitchen, falling over, grabs boots, throws them on all before I even get off the couch. I'm standing in the living room doorway like this is not happening right now. The first time in my life I've worn lingerie and this is how it's going. I was peeing myself laughing at this point. All while this man's downstairs now because the mouse thing that sucked to the glue trap now fell down the basement steps trying to escape and my boyfriend's down there yelling at the mouse you landed in my car cleaning supplies box you broke my $15 seat cleaner you owe me $15 (laughs) I could not stop laughing guys eventually after handling this giant rodent he comes back upstairs and is now sitting on the couch cold and sexy he walks into the living room with his hands up looks me up and down and says I should probably go wash my hands he then we then proceeded to laugh at what the fuck just happened eventually start making out and then he takes me upstairs and by the way I'm the girl that emailed in about the boyfriend who won't eat me out well ladies I'm happy to report he finally did on this night I guess the lingerie worked or the excitement of the damn rodent I don't know but it was all too funny not to share okay love you bye <laughs> that's fucking hysterical isn't there an it's episode like of Friends too there's an episode of Friends too where like a, a rat cause they're in New York City like a rat gets in the, right Friends based uh, in New York City yeah yeah, and there's like a rat that like gets in their apartment. And they're like, "It's back." <laughs> it just reminded me of this. I could picture it. I mean, I didn't see that episode, but I could definitely picture that happening. Yeah. That's fucking hysterical. So she got to wear her thing. He got the rat, and she got eaten out. Wow, I would call it success, success, success. I'm all about when like random shit happens. I think it makes for good memories. Absolutely. Like times where like. I don't know. We go to the city and we're like, or like, shit. We I fucking messed up the train. Like we have to take a different one. Like whatever. It's, like yeah, it exactly. makes for the experience. It all happens for a reason. Of course. <laughs> it was fucking great. <laughs> you poor thing on the couch was listening to him yelling at the rat. You owe me fifteen dollars. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that's so it's funny. Fucking hysterical. <laughs> okay, sex story you don't want to miss. Oh, hello, beautiful ladies. I just listened to your most. Recent podcast on embarrassing sex stories, and I hope I'm not too late, but trust me, this one you don't want to miss. <laughs> Anyways, my boyfriend of my boyfriend and I of two years have an extremely healthy sex life. We have a living situation similar to you both. We live at his parents' house and, and have our own space. The only issue, the house is an old farmhouse with thin walls. <laughs> a year ago, my boyfriend went for a check check up to his doctor and they took blood and did a urine ser- sample a few weeks late weeks later we think nothing of the we think nothing of this as his doctor was calling to tell him about his blood type he also informed us that there was blood in his urine we panicked went to an, went to do another urine test still blood but we couldn't see it the doctor ran tests and couldn't find any reason after months and months of urine tests he sat us down and and informed us it could be cancer. Oh, my God. He then sent us to a specialist at a hospital where we had to wait forever to get a meeting due to COVID restrictions in Canada. Anyways, while him and I panic, our families were worried just as much. The doctors ran multiple tests, ultrasounds, scans, and even shoved a camera into his dick. After almost a year, we had nothing, no reason at all, so the doctor sat us down and asked us about our sex life. I explained we both have clean and committed we are both clean and committed to one another. He then asks us to think back to the night or the morning before each urine samples. He then asks, did you two have sex? Sure enough, we had sex every single time before testing. He asked more in depth about, in depth about our sex life and came to a conclusion. We fuck hard. So we left the appointment laughing, laughing after a urine sample with no blood. After withholding for sex a few days prior to the sample. And then we had to explain to both sets of parents why he had blood in his urine. We simply fuck a little too hard. And then the look on their faces, priceless. Anyways, hope you find enjoyment in my year-long fear of urine samples. Love you both. Oh my god. That's... That's something for the books right there. Oh, my God. Definitely something for the books. This poor guy, I mean, he went and had a camera shoved up his pee-pee hole. I mean, they thought it was cancer. They're running all these tests, ultrasounds, everything else, just to find out you guys fuck a little too hard. <gasps> I thought you were going to say you had sex on your period, and it got, like, stuck up there. Like the poopy one? <laughs> <laughs> uh, she made a gay. <laughs> uh, so, are you cutting his penis? Is that what that's what's happening? Or maybe he's, like, hurting her. 
You guys aren't in pay? Are you okay? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you need to go to the OBGYN. <laughs> wow. I'm glad, thankfully, that it's nothing more than rough sex, I, I, you know? Yeah. yeah. But can you imagine having to just go home after all this worry and fear? I mean, put yourself like if it was you and Zane, and Zane's going through all these issues, and you oh, guys I would have lied and fucking. I would have been like, oh, he just like had a cut, and it was like getting into his pee, <laughs> like there was like a cut inside somehow. It was just he had a little he cut had in his a little paper hole. cut, and like it was getting into his urine. <laughs> I would have lied. <laughs> I would not have come home and been like, yeah, it's from sex. Although, you know what? Maybe I fucking would. Um, hmm. Maybe I would. Oh, what is this? This is has something attached to it. What? Oh, a, your sexual blueprint? Oh. Oh, are we moving on? Are we ready? <laughs> She's oh, on to the next. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, sex episode. Hi, Alyssa and Jerry. Hope you're both doing well and enjoying your week. I'm just linked to the episode that you released on April 18th, and you're discussing love languages and the fact that couples aren't always understanding of what each other wants or needs. A guy that I've been dating for a week, and it's going incredibly well, but that's another story, told me about another quiz, which tells you your sexual blueprint. It's a scientific quiz, which is definitely worth doing to understand your partner's specific needs and for them to learn yours and your own, to be honest. I thought you'd be interested if you haven't taken the quiz before. Okay, love you, bye. I'm going to post <gasps> this in our group, and the girl who we just t- spoke about, with she's married 10 months, stay together for uh, oh, yeah, all those yeah, years. Yeah. Maybe do this. Oh. Maybe he's not meeting your necessary needs yeah. and vice versa. I'm totally going to try this I, out. Yeah. I'll bring it up to Zane. It's a quickie quiz. I'm texting it to him right now. Cool. Thanks so much for sending that over. Um, I guess we can put it in the um, description, too, if you guys are interested. Yes, definitely. I'm trying it out. I'll test it out first to make sure we like it. Okay. (laughs) And then we'll put it in there. (laughs) Okay. This is you? I think I just read that one. No. Oh, it was short and sweet. You could do this one, too. Okay. She's like, you can fucking do another one, bitch. (laughs) Sex story. Hey, Agamal fam. I get nervous because I feel like people don't want me to talk the whole damn time. Like, did I talk too much? They're like, wait, should we get a great story from Alyssa or should we get... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, hey, Agamal fam. Sex episodes are my favorite to listen to, and I wanted to send in stories, but I've never been able to think of any good ones until now. There was a time where my baby's father and I were driving back to his house, and we started messing around a bit, and he was filling me up while I was driving, and things started to get a little frisky, so we decided to decided to pull over and went to this side road and pulled off the shoulder of the road. We were in front of someone's construction business, but little did we know that there were fences that had security sensors on them. So we were getting it on in the back seat. I'm on top riding him. And all of a sudden I see a car rolling up behind mine. I'm like, shit. I hopped off his dick and frantically tried to figure out what to do as I'm butt ass naked. My son's father jumps out of the car and asks, what's up? The guy explained that he was getting a notification from his security sensors on his phone and he wanted to see what was going on. And that's when my son's father then decides to say, no worries, man. My girlfriend and I are just fucking in the back of the car. We'll be out of your way soon. (laughs) I was so baffled in that moment and all I could do is hide in the back of my car. Mind you, this is the middle of the day and all of my car windows were tinted, but not that much. The guy just starts walking away and just said, okay, and drove off. My son's father gets back in the car, and I just started busting out laughing laughing in the utter shock of what just happened. We then finished, and then we, what we were doing, and then we left. <laughs> He's just like, nah, don't, don't worry. No, 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 you for alarm. We're just fucking. <laughs> you know what, though? I feel like that's the best thing he could have said, because anything else would have, like, seemed sketchy. And then this guy would have been like, why are you sitting outside of my construction business? Like, he could have been like, like what was he going to say? He'd be like, oh, I was pulling up directions, but, like, how long were you guys sitting there already? <laughs> like, I felt like I, honesty was the best policy in this situation. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I feel like saying fucking instead of having sex is so much more vulgar. Don't you feel? Yeah. I, like, I would have been more proper. I would have been like, oh, we're just having sex. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you would have. Uh I mean, if it was Zane, do you think Zane would have said, I was just fucking my girlfriend? No. (laughs) The way you just said that, like, no, he would never say that. We were just having sex. No, he would have been like, I'm so sorry. We were just, like, pulled over doing, he would make an excuse, and then we would drive off, probably. (laughs) 
<laughs> there goes the honesty. <laughs> it's like honesty works best in a situation, but not if it was you insane. <laughs> I'm just saying what he would have done. Uh, but yeah. I would have laughed my ass off if he did admit it. But That's I think Zane would have been like, actually. I'm so sorry, like we'll pull off, you know? I don't know what he would have said. I mean, we should ask him. Curious. <laughs> That's pretty funny actually. It is. I don't think he would admit it though. Okay, our sex sent us to the floor, literally. Hello, beautiful, wonderful, kind ladies. Hope you are all doing great. Thank you. So I have a funny sex story with my husband of two years. Oh, and for reference, this is the same lady who was the girl who would fuck a McChicken back <gasps> from then, you know? Yes. <laughs> the fuck a McChicken. He would fuck a McChicken. Oh, wow. The chicken sounds so good, actually. <laughs> So the other night we're getting it on, and mind you, he has been out of town for two weeks, almost three weeks, so, you know, your girl was thirsty for this intimacy with her man. We were both to the point of of climax when all of a sudden the fucking box spring of our bed (gasps) fell off the metal slot for it and... For the actual bed frame, if it makes sense, we were literally on the goddamn floor. We were laughing so much about it, got the box spring on the frame of the bed, and got back down to the original business we were there for. But after it happened, I couldn't stop thinking, hey, I need to send this hilarious (laughs) sexy mail to my favorite podcast lady. Listen, she's having sex, bed breaks, they fix it, and all she's thinking while they're finishing is, I really got to send this into (laughs) Agamil. I dedicated Agamil fan. We love it. I love that for you. (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) Oh, I had that happen too. My fucking old box spring was such a piece of shit. Nailed together with like a gajillion nails. Yeah, it was horrible. It broke during sex? Yeah. Oh my God, that's funny. You're like, oh, like my, it was like the upper left corner of it went through. Oh, so it was my like all God. of a sudden my head is like, oh, <laughs> you're lucky you guys didn't hurt yourself. Oh, no. Thank God for the good mattress that was on it. Yeah, but the box can, spring was shit. Man. That could like end in the ER. <laughs> like, that like sounds like a thousand ways to die. Did you ever see that show, Sex Sent Me to the ER? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God. You, I think you showed me that show. It's like reenactments, right? It's like yeah. acting. Yeah. Yeah. I think you showed me that. Fucking stupid. I mean, yeah, like it's funny, che- but like yeah, like the stu- acting. The, yeah, the cheesiest acting. Yeah. Okay, sex story. Hi, ladies. I just started listening, and I love it. Welcome to the fam. Uh, I work from home, so this keeps my mind occupied without getting distracted. So the story isn't about me, but it is about my aunt. She's a hoe. Oh, is it though? Asking, no, it is. asking for a friend. <laughs> No, why would she say aunt? Come on. (laughs) So she was married to my uncle and was cheating on him. She was dating this guy and didn't know that she was married. She was dating this guy and didn't know she was married. He was dating a guy. She was dating a guy and the guy didn't know that she was married. Oh, okay. She was cheating on her boyfriend with a guy. And her boyfriend was going down on her and found a used condom from a different guy inside of her. That's a ho-ho. That's a ho-ho. That's fucking embarrassing. That's a ho-ho. That's so embarrassing. I mean, that's a ho-ho for you. (gasps) She had to get right on to the next trick if she had a fucking used condom up in there. Also, how do you not know? Uh, how do if you, you turn in tricks like that? I guess it's just like a time it does it. It probably happens all the time. Same she day. Just, she didn't even feel it. Oh, oh listen. Which also, she told you the story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a ho ho. Sorry, but you're right. I, I I concur. I believe she's a ho ho. <laughs> to each their own. Oh my God, yeah. See what she got to do. <laughs> my first time. It was awful. Hey, ladies, I figured I would write in to tell you about my first time having sex. I was about 19 at the time, and I just got out of a five-year relationship. I was literally so ready to experience life and have fun. I started receiving texts and messages from guys, and I found one that, you know, said all the right things. Well, I ended up hanging out with him a few times. We ended up kissing in the car, rubbing on each other, and he took my hand and put it down there. And y'all... What I was feeling was huge. I was a little nervous, I'm not going to lie. Well, we didn't do anything that night. Fast forward to the next weekend. I come over and slept over, and we ended up doing it that night. I brought condoms because your girl was not playing those games. He puts it on and sticks it in. 
It is also in a bedroom with no lights on, so I can barely see anything. Well, I didn't know, he had already put it in, so I asked, did you stick it in yet? And he said, yes, what the fuck? He does like three pumps max and is done, throws a towel at me, and goes to sleep. I don't know what he had in his pants that night that he had put my hand down there, but it was not his dick. Like, no fucking way. Anyways, short, <laughs> this story is short, just like the experience that I had. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed it. <sighs> no, you think he put something in his like- pants? Like, he had, like, a cucumber or something down there. She was like, oh, my God, I can't wait. I am scared. Or maybe you just, like, could handle it well and you just took it well. He did not even know it was... She did not even know it was in there, Alyssa. Yeah, that's a problem. (laughs) That's a problem. Maybe he was too soft and maybe he was just, like, rock hard that night. Or maybe you felt like... Maybe he had something in his pants, yeah. But, like, not on purpose. But he put your hand there. So, like, he must have done it, like, with something else in there. Oh, my God. Oh, the fact that he did three pumps and threw a towel on you, too, is just so disrespectful. Like, immediately now. Anyways, you know, thanks for listening. (laughs) If you enjoyed this episode and want to send us an email, please do. We know you thought of a story while you were listening. Don't be fucking afraid. Send it in. We'll keep you anonymous. I promise. And it'll be fun. And you'll get it off your chest. And it'll be great to hear us laugh at you. <laughs> or cry with you. Because or- you know me. <laughs> I'm talking about sex emails. Oh, well. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I apparently wasn't paying attention. <clears throat> hello? <clears throat> Hi, hello? Maybe I didn't specify. I'm saying if you enjoyed this episode oh, and you want to send in a did. sex email. You did. See, that's what happened. I did say I'm that. Looking- Maybe I didn't. You could be right. Who knows? Anyways, send in anything. Agamil podcast at gmail.com. A-G-A-H-M-I-L podcast at gmail.com. You can also just go to over to our Instagram and just hit the email button. It'll pop right up and you can just send it right there on your phone. Makes it nice and easy, squeezy, lemon peasy. And all that. And all that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to support this podcast, there's a link in the description. It's $2.99 a month and you'll get our episodes early. So if you want to listen to us a whole day early, both of our episodes twice a week, go ahead and check it out. Link down below. Rate us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thank you for listening. We adore you. And we will talk to you on Thursday. Have a great week. <gasps> okay, okay, love you. Bye. bye.